0: Sedano and LZ with you here on 710 ESPN. Hello, LZ Grenderson.
1: What's up, Hal Sedano? I can't wait for full Sedano to kick off. Oh, you
0: may get it. You may get it, but I need full LZ right now because the big rumor today, thanks to our friend Jeremy Fowler at ESPN, he is reporting that Matthew Stafford is open to the idea, and of course it wouldn't be, uh, to coming to Los Angeles to play for your Los Angeles Rams. So, LZ, this is literally your account as uh, my friend Tony Reale likes to say on Around the Horn, this is your account. These are your teams, uh, the two of them combining, the worlds colliding. Matthew Stafford, if you're a Rams fan, how excited should you be that that is even a possibility right now?
1: Very. You should be very excited. There. Matthew Stafford is an underrated quarterback for one reason only. He's in Detroit. And that's it. That is it. He has a big arm, he's mobile, he's tough, he is smart. Now, he will turn the ball over from time to time, but his turnovers look a lot different than Jared Goff's turnovers. When Jared Goff throws an interception, you're like, what were you looking at? Matt Stafford throws Brett Favre interceptions, meaning He bets on his arm in situations, and perhaps he shouldn't bet on his arm, but it's only because his arm is so damn good he takes those chances. Now, clearly, Brett Favre only won one Super Bowl in part because he was so turnover-prone, but I do believe with a head coach like Sean McVay, he will learn, especially now with age, not to take those chances because they're unnecessary and in a good offensive system where he doesn't have to do everything, i.e., they have a great running game for him, which he's really never has had in all the years in Detroit. He's had great receivers, you know, like Calvin Johnson, obviously, but he's never had a good running game so that he could be balanced. Trust when I say, if we get Matt Stafford, the NFC is going to be going to be concerned yeah. because all of a sudden now you can't just not game plan for the quarterback. Now all of a sudden you have to go. We have to be careful with this quarterback.
0: Well, look, pro football focus, um, while not in the Bible per se, they do a really mm-hmm. good job particularly of grading individual play, right? And this year amongst quarterbacks, and, and I will tell you there are, there are tiers, like anything, there are tiers to this stuff. There is an elite tier this year. And in that elite tier, he's not in there. It's a top seven that graded 90% or better, right? Like that's kind of their Mm – they do 100 percentile like you would in anything, right? Like with school or whatever. And those quarterbacks for this past season that graded 90 or above were Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Russell Wilson, and Ryan Tannehill. So those were the seven this year that were in that category. But the next group included – our buddy Matthew Stafford that we were talking about, and that is uh, Derek Carr, Matt Ryan, Baker Mayfield, Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott. Now, granted, with that, there's a small amount of games, but nonetheless, Dak played well. Uh, And Matthew Stafford and Justin Herbert, okay, is in that particular category. So he is actually tied with Matthew Stafford. So if I told you you could get similar production to Justin Herbert with the Rams, right? However, with a lot more
1: experience... Yep. Wouldn't you take that? I would think you would, especially given the cost it would take to get him versus someone like, you know, looking dream to want Deshaun Aaron Watson. Or Deshaun, Aaron or Deshaun, right. Where exactly. you're going to have to
0: trade like drafts for the next half decade.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And the other thing too, that I think is a really important aspect of this, he would be appreciative of the opportunity. Mm-hmm. He would He would, He would. would jump at the opportunity To get into postseason, win games, maybe even make the Super Bowl. He'll be warm. He won't have to carry the offense. Like, it's an ideal situation for him. And I know he's been in the league a long time, but you got to remember, he came in really young. So he's not like 39 years old. I believe Matthew's like, what, 33,
0: 34? Matthew Stafford is.
1: He's a, he's thirty two, eighty eight. Yeah, thirty two point nine. He turns thirty three <laughs> next month. Yeah, yeah. So this is a this is a relatively you know young guy who could be your quarterback for the next five to six years. I, at the very least,
0: you get you, you're talking about three or four prime years, right? Yes, yeah. yes, yeah.
1: So, so I think I think it would be fantastic not just because the talent is an upgrade over golf in large part because of the mobility and the savviness that Matthew Stafford has, that golf just has never demonstrated, but also it won't cost you nearly as much. You won't have to blow up your future or your present to get them.
0: Yeah. I don't, yeah. Matthew Stafford made a first, just like probably one, right? Like is my guess. Hmm. Maybe like yeah. one future first is what you're looking at.
1: Yep. 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 And, and, As I said, he – I like him. I've always liked him in Detroit um, because I knew the situation he was always faced with. I mean, he's had some – he has some success with Jim Caldwell. So we know with a competent coach, he can get to the postseason. Mm -hmm. And he's had a lot of really bad coaches.
0: Right. He has had bad GMs. I mean, honestly, I don't think that – outside of Jim Caldwell, to your point, I don't think he's had a competent coach – Partic- and, and Jim Caldwell was a great coach for him because Jim Caldwell, also an offensive guy, right? Like So I think yep. that, that that helped him too. Um, his two most – two years he passed for the most yardage was with Caldwell. I'm looking at it here. Um, his completion percentage was about where it is now too. Yeah, look, he, he's had some really good years. Um you know, I think that when people think of him LZ, and I don't think it's a fair thing, they think of him as like kind of like a stat compiler, but what else can he be on a team that's been so dysfunctional? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> the the fact that he has survived that long on that fr- mm-hmm. with that franchise. I actually think it's a testament to how mentally strong and how good he is.
1: A- absolutely. And as I said, he and he's tough.
0: You know, the offensive line has been porous
1: for much of his career. He's taken a lot of hits, which is why he was kind of injured last year. The back, yeah. Always work to be available, and he's a good dude. Plus, don't you want to make Clayton Kershaw happy? Have his buddy right in town. Right. You know, watch those two Texas kids just kind of ride off into sunset. Yeah, and,
0: and look, to your point, look, I would want Watson. Of course I would want Watson. Of course I'd want Aaron. But the Rams don't have that kind of draft capital, so let's be realistic here. Matthew Stafford is a clear upgrade over Jared Goff, and the Rams just need a good quarterback. They don't need a great quarterback with the guys they have on this roster.
1: Right. Absolutely. And, and the other thing, too, that's really important, and we can't stress this enough, it's pretty clear that Jared can't return to this locker room.
0: No. And, I'm and not you know what? Saying- Save that. Tell people why on the other side. Let's do that on the other side. Um, Because there is good tease there is uh, there is a there's been a um, a schism right is that that's probably a good way to describe it a schism in the locker room with Jared Goff we'll explain what that is coming up in three minutes Uh, but also I have an opportunity for you guys okay it's coming up here it's called Mission 18. Lakers are chasing Mission 18, so we got a cash giveaway that starts next Tuesday. We're giving away cash for the next 18 days. Here's how you win: right now, text the word "mission" to 40705. Do that right now, "mission." That's the word to 40705, and you can be entered to win your ch- or entered for your chance to win beginning next Tuesday, February 2nd. We're going to be hooking you up with 180 bucks in cash. All you got to do is be listening at 430. Listen for your name and your city. If you hear your name, you got 20 minutes to call us back. You can win 180 bucks in cash. You also qualify for the grand prize of 1800 bucks. Here's the catch, though. If we don't get a listener callback within those 20 minutes, we double it up for the next day. So 180 goes to 360 until we get a winner and so on and so forth. So make sure you get in on that. Also, does Matt Stafford make your toes tingle if you're a Rams fan? 877710 ESPN. If you are a fan of any other team, do you think that Matthew Stafford is a clear upgrade or are you going to mock the Rams for maybe making a lateral move? 877710 ESPN 877-710-3776. Phone lines are open. Don't forget to text us at 40705 for your chance to win 180 bucks. Sedano and LZ back in 3 minutes.
1: You know what? We need to remix that. That could be a club banger.
0: It could be. We should just put, like, some EDM to it, and it, uh, we can change it around very quickly. Get
1: some disclosure to kind of make it all UK'd up. Yeah. The um, so LZ, do anything in Europe. Yep. Yeah.
0: Before we get to the calls, and if people want to chime in on our Matt Stafford discussion, eight seven 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 ten ESPN, espn I got an email today from my local mom-and-pop pizza place, okay? Mm-hmm. And they are unveiling a new pizza which, you know, it's one of these places that they'll throw, like, a lot of cool stuff on the pizza, right? Like, you know, they got all sorts of different kinds of fancy pizzas, and and they got the regular pizzas, too, but they like to mix it up and and try some different stuff. So they sent me a new one, and it's called the Wild West Pizza. So I opened it up, and I'm going to give you the ingredients, and you tell me if you're in or not, and I'll ask Greg and Laura, too. All right. Uh, All right, so the ingredients are... I'll, be, I'll go work backwards. Okay. Marinara, right? Very traditional. Mm, yeah. Like that, like that, like that. Mozzarella cheese, okay. Mm, right.
1: Mm, yummy, yummy, yummy.
0: Red onions,
1: okay. Yep, yep, yep.
0: Okay. Jalapenos, spicy. Yeah, yeah. Mushrooms, not my bag, but
1: whatever. I don't know. Especially if they got an extra kick to them. But go, keep going.
0: And then the last ingredient, the mm. protein. Yes. You love protein, LZ. I know that uh, you know you you want to get cut as we get closer to the summertime in a few months.
1: Got to do it for the ground, baby. It's not for me. It's for the ground. Bison chipotle sausage. And cut. I'm out. No. You, no. Mr. Mister Lean and Mean, no bison on your bison, pizza? I'm not putting bison on my pizza, dog. What, no do, bison. I, bison on my pizza? No. But do you eat bison, period? I love bison burgers. I've never had bison, so I, I've heard it's gamey. It's eh, you know you put enough uh, a one steak sauce on anything it tastes good. Okay. It's good. It's a good meat, but I don't but want. Why it on not my on pizza. your pizza then? I don't want it on my pizza. It's like you know that mint chocolate chip thing we keep talking about. <laughs> Come I, like on. Mint, <laughs> I like mint. This is not mint chocolate chip. Yeah. But I don't want them together. Right. So I like bison and I love pizza, but I don't want bison meat on my pizza. Hmm. Who 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 wants bison okay. on their pizza? Greg Bison Pizza. I mean, hearing
2: all the different ingredients, I'm actually kind of in on that. I have no problem you with are. any you of eat, those things. You
1: eat mint chocolate. Mm-hmm. What's wrong? Like,
2: uh, look, I, uh, yeah. Well, that, those are two totally separate things. But bison is you good. Know,
0: I would take off a couple other things. But I, I like would, having tri-tip. I would give. I would give it a, a a shot. I've never had bison before. I've never even tried it. So, but I would give it a shot. And if you know it's rare that I agree with Greg I also don't think that those are those two things are equitable uh you know mint chocolate chip and uh, just cuz they're a different combination um but I would give it a shot you know I mean how it, it's 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 bison and it's chipotle flavored
1: good <laughs> yeah you know what
0: I mean you just you said can't... A1 steak sauce on your bison makes your burgers taste good
1: I mean, I just say you put steak sauce on anything it and it'll help it out a little bit. You can put it on broccoli and jazz it up if you don't like broccoli. Yeah. The point is, though, is that we need to stop bastardizing this pizza and start appreciating for what it is. And what's that? It's, it's supposed to be like this nice little Italian, thin crust sort of, you know, pleasant meal. It's not supposed to be gamey. It's not supposed to be... You know, experimental. I don't want your take on things. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know want. Okay,
0: you want your. You are. Ve- that's so weird for you because I feel like you are super. Like, let's be experimental. Let's try new things. It just. If it, it's odd coming from you. Now, Laura, What? 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 What do you say? What? If I. If I ordered some bison chipotle sausage pizza. To the to Laura's house, mm. with Mama Laura there. Okay, how's that going?
3: Oh hell no. <laughs> it's going back. Exactly. It's going back. <laughs> it's going back. Be like it could go to your doorstep, but it's not coming to my doorstep. Thank mm, you very much. Yeah. No. Can a a Taco no.
1: Bell try that Mexican pizza thing? No, but that's Leave different. pizza Wait, alone.
3: Uh, Leave it alone.
1: All right.
0: Let's go to the phones. We got people who want to chime in on Stafford. I'll ask them if they're interested. Now we also have a poll up. Is that what we have? We have a poll if you'll eat bison on pizza. Yes, uh, we're
2: okay. putting up a poll right now. For, uh, okay. Janice is doing it in and- LZ's got uh, something to read.
0: Put up the poll yes. at ESPN Los Angeles. Will you put? Will you eat bison on your pizza? LZ, do your read before we get to the calls here.
1: Yes, this bison pizza poll is brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you're ever injured in an accident, call Sweet James Accident Attorneys. Available 24-7. Just visit sweetjames.com.
0: Okay, let's go to, is it Hemet? Is that how you say it? Hemet? Oh, no, Ryan. I'm sorry. I'm such a dope... Uh, Ryan, not where are you? Get those
1: two confused.
0: Where are you living? It just, I saw the, yeah, I didn't see I, that. I live, I live in Hemet. Oh, you live in oh, Hemet. Okay, there you go. Okay. I thought there it's, I, I thought that was the name for whatever reason. No, I read no. it wrong. My bad. Go ahead. Hey, no, not many people know. No, I'm totally against, uh, Stafford to the Rams. I'm a Rams fan, huge Rams fan. Wow. I think that's
4: kind of not stepping backwards, but, what? um, kind of, kind of the same thing there. I thought we were looking for someone to get out of the pocket. Stafford seems to me like he wants to stand in the pocket still. Oh, kind of so like you've never seen him to. play.
1: Got it. You've never seen Matt Stafford play.
4: That's well, no, I, I mean, I'm not from Detroit like you, so no, not a lot, I guess. But uh, So, so no, trust me, I say he, he's, he not, he's, is, not
1: a, he's way more mobile both within the pocket and has a willingness to actually run for the first down and not fall down before the first down marker like a certain quarterback we have. He's actually more mobile than, than than Goff is not. If you're talking about mobility, he is superior. I would say he's a better arm. I don't know about the whole mobility. Oh, no, no. I he's did, definitely I, way I,
0: more mobile. Goff is a statue compared to yeah, him. Goff is a statue. I do agree with you on that. Totally. Yeah, and he yeah. does
4: fall down, trip
0: over his own feet. Most athletic guy I've seen back there in a long time. Thanks for taking yeah. my call, guys. All right, Ryan. <laughs> Thanks, thank brother. you, buddy. Stay safe. Let me go to Matt in Burbank. Matt, what do you got, Matt? so much for taking my call i appreciate it yes sir,
1: yes, sir. uh
4: all right so I, I i'm a transplant uh from the midwest i'm a huge minnesota vikings
0: fan uh and the only thing i've ever worried about is matt stafford uh well and aaron Rodgers, of course but uh i've never worried about the detroit lions running game uh i've never worried about the detroit lions uh defense but
4: man i worry about Matt Stafford and if you give Matt Stafford an outstanding defense the receivers that he has and a running game oh boy look out for Matt Stafford in the NFC that is a Super Bowl contender period
0: with Matt Stafford on the team thank you Matt for great years left thank you Matt appreciate it so Matt Burbeck off, drops off let's go to Juan in LA real quick before we go and switch gears and talk Lakers with a mean. go ahead Juan
4: yeah, guys. I was the same guy who called when, he, he, when uh, Goff slid a yard short of the first down months ago in the Seattle game. Of course, that guy from Hemet is clueless. Of course, Matt Stafford is an upgrade, and you do whatever you can. The question is, do you have to give up a number one plus a package with a starter? And because Brad Holmes is now the GM, we got the inside track, and right. let's make it happen. Goff yeah.
0: is terrible. One, thank you for the call, buddy. Stay safe. Uh, for those that don't know, right? Brad Holmes is the new GM or the GM mm-hmm. in uh, in Detroit. He's obviously was part of the Rams staff and Les Needs staff. Uh, the Rams don't have a first rounder to give away this year, but they do have one in 2022. LZ, so um, they have, and beyond that, to be honest as well. So 22, 23, 24, they can give a future first rounder and a player if, if, if that's golf, then so be it. Uh, so I, I think it is possible to make a deal. All right. We're going to switch gears, and we're going to make a deal with mean and talk some NBA. The Lakers dropped two in a row. What does it mean? We'll get to that coming up in two and a half minutes.
2: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza, better because it has to be.
0: So down on LZ with you here on 710 ESPN. Talk a little NBA, little Lakers with our pal Amino Hassan, who's now part of the Dan Levitard Network. Our pal Dan Levitard, who worked here at ESPN, has got his own thing going. The pirate ship, as they call it. They are uh, scavengers out at sea trying new things. And Amin is on the pirate ship with them. The captain, of course, LZ, which makes a lot of sense because he apparently is the captain now. Amin joins us here now. Uh, Amin, before we get to uh, basketball, LZ and I have a poll up today. Uh, the Wild West pizza includes marinara, mozzarella cheese, red onions, jalapenos, mushrooms, and bison chipotle sausage, would you give it a chance?
4: Yes, given that there's no pork in that and there's no, because obviously I don't eat right. uh, the swine. Yeah. There's no sea, seafood shellfish because I'm allergic to shellfish. And Damn. most importantly, there's no pineapple because there's no place for fruit
0: on a pizza. So, Uh-oh, yes, I, think, I would give I think that LZ, a try. I think you're about to fight with LZ. Go ahead, LZ. No,
1: no, 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 no. I'm used to a mean doing weird things. What? I'm used I'm to you weird. doing weird You're things. Topping up a tropical fruit on top of a pizza? Hey, it's Hawaiian pizza. It's I a whole cultural thing. You're just going to, like, poo-poo a whole culture?
4: Yeah, no, pizza is not, there's no. They, they got this when? Like, in the 1950s? No, they don't get to have a separate kind of pizza. <laughs> there's
1: only one kind of pizza. They just became a state. Before then, it was just called Island Pizza, and then we made it a state now it's Hawaiian Pizza. <laughs> Why are you taking away their statehood? I mean, I know, jeez. There's I'm no bison just, state. I'm not taking away their statehood. I'm just taking away their pizza. That's all right. I'm- but
0: you're but you're in on bison, is what you're saying. I'm in on bison. I've had bison before. It's pretty tasty. Okay. It is tasty. Fair enough. Uh, Laura, are you in a, Where uh, I heard you say mm mm about something. What did you say mm
3: mm about? Because I love Hawaiian pizza. I'm like, no, he's not about to go and attack my people right now. Okay. I felt the time.
0: Now, listen, Laura gave you attitude and the voice and everything. We need to stop <laughs> talking about this.
1: Laura, he's just mad because his food options are limited.
3: That's true.
0: Right. This, a shellfish. I mean, God. No what shellfish. What a, I don't know what I would do. No ham. Um, um, he's, yeah. he's got
1: almonds on his pizza. That's what yeah. he <laughs>
0: that's sad (laughs) can I get some cashews on it just just for tonight um so I mean the Lakers lose two in a row you know look if this were last year I feel like it would be a much bigger story because they hadn't won a championship yet but now it's kind of like wake me up it doesn't make a difference like is is there any reason to watch this team uh and be any level of concerned
4: no, I mean, I, I'll be honest with you, George. I, I went on the trade machine. I started exploring trade LeBron scenarios because I feel like it's coming any, any day now. How Valentine's Day? We'll start hearing these rumors. No, of course not. Look, look, this is the best team in the league. This is the best team in the league by far. They are head and shoulders. It's the Lakers, and then it's everybody else. Everybody else trying to figure out where they're going to get in, uh, where they're going to fit in, that is. So there is no concern. It was the second night of a back-to-back. Anthony Davis did not play. Um, You know, they're on the road. They're on a long road trip. There's 0.0% chance that there's any sort of panic, or there should be any panic. If you want to be perfectionist, like, hey, there's always something to learn, I would say, hey, Dennis Schroeder, if you're going to cry a lot at the beginning of the year about not being a starter, Maybe when you get 28 minutes in the start, don't shoot eight times. Maybe be a little bit more aggressive than that. I, 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 and that's, that's if I want to nitpick, but the reality is there, there's, there's nothing really to critique here. This is a team that is excellent and is going to uh, measure its worth by how it does in May, June, and July. I,
1: I feel like we need Shaq to give like somebody a call because ever since Shaq called out Donovan Mitchell, the Utah Jazz haven't lost and they now have the best record in the league. <laughs> But the Come only on. thing I have that's a real concern, and it keeps popping up, and it's something that I've been talking about ever since free agency when we lost Dwight Howard, I think we need another big body. I think we need another person just to lean on a center so that we don't have to have Anthony Davis do it because Marcus Saul clearly you know, can't play more than 15 minutes a game. And Trez, I love his heart and everything he brings, but he's just not big enough.
4: Yeah, no, I, I'll give you a, a great point. I was on the radio today with Sam Mitchell, and he said the same thing. He said, Mark's good, but you can't play him 30 minutes. Uh, Trez is undersized, and obviously you you want to avoid using AD, especially, you know, at, here in the regular season. You want to avoid using him as much as possible at the five if you don't have to. And so I would agree with you. I think whenever the buyout market kind of warms up, that might be something that they want to explore as far as just another big body, someone, seven-footer who can take some abuse, who can set some screens, and just give you some productive
0: minutes at that position. I mean, what's going to happen with Bradley Beal? The dude is miserable. I know he says all the things, the right things about wanting to stay in Washington or whatever, because he wants to see it out there. There's no way that team is going to be good while he's there, it seems like. They, they've spent a ton of money on free agents that haven't worked out uh, or haven't made the team that much better. Um, they're a minus one, point, uh, one and a half points when he's on the floor. They're like a minus a million when he's off the floor. I, I mean, it's a disaster. And if you're Washington, don't you have to start rebuilding and use him as the asset? Considering Drew Holiday went for three first-rounders and two pick swaps? Yeah, I think, I think, you know, we have to acknowledge that Washington obviously has been hit
4: with some bad luck from COVID protocol to Thomas Bryant turning his ACL to whatever injury. I believe it's a quadricep injury that Russell Westbrook is dealing with. Um, so they haven't had a whole lot of luck from the health gods. Uh, but even if they did, even if this were a healthy team, we're talking about what? Six feet at best. So every day that, you know, Bradley Beale spends frustrated. Is not a good day for the Washington Wizards. And, you know, I just saw the other night he set the record for most consecutive losses while scoring 40 points in a game. He's lost (laughs) 10 in a row uh, when he scored 40 or more in a game. And I mean, that's pretty damning when you think about it. Yeah. So, uh, this is honestly me reading the tea leaves, I believe a request has probably already happened. Um, and everyone is playing their part and saying all the right things and doing all the right things. And that's why, uh, you know, you're not seeing kind of some of the fireworks that happened in in Houston with Harden and Minnesota with Jimmy Butler in New Orleans with Anthony Davis, because in all three of those situations, the team fought back and said, no, we're not going to trade him or we're not going to send him there. or No, no, no. Well, you know, we're going to try and make it work. I believe probably Washington told Brad, yeah, we're going to start kind of looking for stuff for you. And and now this is the process because obviously when you're trading a player of that caliber, you do want to get a great return.
1: Is he a cautionary tale? You know, like I thought it was Car- Carmelo Anthony. So. When, he, when he took the money instead of going to a team with a championship, you know, sort of foundation, he by stayed the way, in New York for the money. By the way, and... Melo did it twice.
0: He could have <laughs> yeah, he he been did. part of the big three with LeBron and Wade and chose to take an extra year and wasn't a free agent at the right time. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, and, and that Bradley Bill, I mean, you feel bad for him, but it's not like he was signing up to a team that had the bones to win a championship anyway. He was signing up for the money.
4: Well, LG, this is what I'll say. I won't call him a cautionary tale because a couple of things. First of all, given what happened with the world, sounds like he did the right thing. <laughs> he cashed out <that laughs> at the exact right time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, if anything, his agent is probably, his agent I believe is Mark Bartelstein. Is, is definitely patting himself on the back for that. But the other thing I'm going to say is that it was a short extension. It wasn't like a full-on, like what Melo did, a full five years or whatever. It was just something to give me some peace of mind and some money in my pocket. And more importantly, from the Wizards angle, it makes him more tradable. Because if you're trying to trade Bradley Beal now, you got the rest of this season, you got next season, and then the season after that is a player option. So you really have some Flexibility as far as going to teams, look, you're getting at least a year and a half, maybe two and a half years of Bradley Beal. You're getting good return on that. If he hadn't signed that deal and they were trying to trade him, he would have been laying duck going into free agency. And I, I just think that, that that wouldn't have played into their uh, best interest as a team. And also, he wouldn't have had this extra money in his pocket. So, if anything, I would say it's not a cautionary tale. It's the opposite. It's, a, it's when a team and a player can come together and figure out a way to benefit one another.
1: Looking I mean, at his face though on the sideline all the time, like he's, <laughs> I don't see him thinking, you know, but, ooh, I got over but, on him. But, but you know what, LZ?
0: Every Friday when that bank hits, okay, <laughs> it, that we, face is probably a lot different.
1: Yeah, yo, guys, I need to see footage of that of that moment then, because the footage I've been looking yeah. at, he looked like he got all nothing but <laughs> by his remorse. <laughs> I mean,
0: I've got a minute here. Um, if you could pick any team uh, that is the biggest threat to the Lakers, East or West, doesn't matter. Who is the team?
4: I think. Oof, oh, man, I, we saw obviously Philly give them problems because Embiid is just is, is a little bit too much for anybody to have on the roster. Um, but I think I'm going to lean towards Milwaukee. I think the Bucks are just one of those teams that, you know, they they fall into teams that were uniquely built to exploit them the last couple of years, Miami and Toronto. But I think. In both of those instances, had they gotten past those two teams, it would have been finals and perhaps a championship and definitely looking competitive. So, I, I'm going to go. I'm going to, if I got to pick one team, I'm going to say the Milwaukee Bucks as the team that would probably give the Lakers the biggest. Look problem.
0: at that. I brought you and LZ back together after the initial uh, issues you had on pizza because you guys both agree on that. So, there you go. Look
4: at that, how well, I mean, that worked Look, out. LZ has a lot of great sports opinions.
1: Food opinions?
0: Nah, um, that's a different story.
1: I've never starved. <laughs> never starved.
0: Uh, all right, Amin, where can people find your work? Oh,
4: man, where can't they find my work? Sirius XM NBA Radio. Sirius XM Mad Dog
0: Sports Radio.
4: That's tonight. Me and Zach Harper from 7 to 10 Pacific. Uh, the Dan Levitard Show with Stu Gatz. Uh, you can look up the podcast. I'll be on there multiple times. And then, of course, my podcast, cynophobe the podcast where we review movies that are poorly rated on Rotten Tomatoes. It's me and Zach Harper, and we try and figure out if these movies are actually terrible or maybe they got the short end of a stick.
0: There it is. Find Amin on Twitter at Darth Amin, like Darth Vader. Uh, Thanks, brother. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great weekend.
1: Thanks, brother. Get the mamas off your pizza.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're done here. Thanks, Amin. All right, coming up next, we got what you need to know, a little story about Philip Rivers and the big Reddit takeover in the stock market uh plus more rumors about the rams quarterback position
3: we'll get to that in three minutes with everyone fighting for attention how can your business stand out and connect with customers easy get constant contact constant contacts award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out stay top of mind and see big results fast
0: What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe, good times each and every day at this time. We hear from Greg for some interesting anecdotes. Yeah. What do you have, Greg?
2: So let's start today in the stock market. And have you, I'm sure you both have been following the GameStop, GameStop and AMC stocks have been rising very heavily and playing a game. Are you playing along with them with all of Reddit right now, LZ, and what's going on with this, uh, this crazy stock?
1: I'm being more of a delighted voyeur than an active participant.
0: Uh, yes, I, I am the same way. Uh, the way I would describe it is that, you know, back in 2008 when the, when the market was a d- crashed and we had the financial crisis, it was basically a bunch of suits, right? Uh, you mm-hmm. know, exploiting the market. And in 2021, we just have a bunch of uh, what they call retail investors, like regular people, uh, also exploiting the market, um, yeah. un- uh, so I, I don't. I, I just think what's good for the goose is good for the gander. As someone who is invested in the stock market, uh, was uh, was not directly affected. But if you are running a hedge fund, I'm not trying to tell you what to do because I'm not like some sort of finance major. But I've, I've I know it enough to know that you probably should be reading the internet regularly is what i would say cuz that <laughs> thing that, that thing got spotted very quickly by a lot of people okay on that yep. wall street bets thing
1: it sure <sighs> did and and what robin hood is trying to do in the after effects that's ridiculous it's ridiculous. criminal
0: even
2: yes so i'm going to be transparent i got robin hood just to be able to do this and now i'm kind of stuck with it until everything settles but it's pretty ridiculous what they did i was not able to buy any of the stocks because as soon as I bought, as soon as I got Robinhood, and that is not fair. On to the next one. What? I get it. Yeah, it's it's uh it's pretty crazy. But on to the next one. Uh, Philip Rivers is giving away advice of how why we've talked about it a few times. How he has so many kids, and it's crazy that he has so many kids. Philip Rivers' advice to having that many kids is just make sure they're all friends. <laughs> just he says, man, before you know it, every kid is taking care of the other kid. Every kid wants to be like another kid. So they're all just playing with each other. And I'm sitting around like, does anybody want to be around daddy? So does this advice or this way of thinking change in how many kids you guys want
0: to have?
1: No. Nah, man. <laughs> no. Like, I, I've he... got two.
0: You know, he, so I've got he... two. And, and, and I've, I I feel like four years apart. Helps me with some of that a little bit. Now, granted, she's six and the other one's too, But she does play Mama Bear pretty well for a six-year-old occasionally if I need a few minutes to do something, like in the house. And she's like, take care of your brother for five minutes or three minutes. Like, I can handle that. Um, but it does not change me at all. Uh, LZ?
1: Um, the secret to having a happy home with all those kids is having a lot of money. And the fact that he tried to make it some other issue yeah. is ridiculous. You need paper if you're going to have that many kids. You got to feed them all. You got to have enough space so they're not on top of each other. You got to clothe them all. You got to take them all to college. They got all those sports activities you got to cart them all off to. So nice try, Philip. It ain't about them all being friends. It's about you being rich.
0: Yeah, exactly. You got that many kids uh, and you're, you're right. You're making it seem like it's easy. It ain't easy, okay? <laughs> no. <laughs> a- a- by the way, your poor wife, uh, I'm sure, you know, it's a little easier because she still has, because as you mentioned, Elzea, the finances, but uh, it still ain't easy, you know. No. I mean, the physical aspect or the emotional aspect of having them and raising them, okay? So anyway. I can that, do the math. Yeah, yeah. I, mm-hmm. The
1: math tells me that's a lot of months of pregnancy.
0: Correct. Add it, it together. I, 11 years, basically, <laughs> she was pregnant. I've, I, I, My wife and I have had this conversation about him specifically when he came up on the screen a couple of weeks ago during the playoffs. Uh, all right, that's what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe, good times. And now all of you know that Greg made it rich with GameStop. So there you have it.
2: <laughs> Did not make it rich, that's for sure.
0: It, yeah, it'd be nice. Look at you. Now all of a sudden you're going to start your own hedge fund, the Greg fund. <laughs> um, so, LZ, today we've spent a lot of time talking about the quarterback situation with the Rams and Jared Goff. And look, everybody wants Deshaun Watson, clearly. But Deshaun Watson <laughs> is going gonna, is gonna to cost – a lot of picks. I would say at the very least, at least three first-rounders, okay, is what it's going to cost. And p- probably more than just that, right? Like, then there's probably, like, second and thirds in there, right? Like, there's going mm-hmm. uh, to be a lot of stuff. Maybe a player. There's going to be a lot of stuff to get a guy at 25 years old who is an MVP candidate. Like, that's <laughs> that's not going to be easy. But Deshaun <laughs> Watson may give us some insight into his own future. So, you know, all those versus battles have been going on throughout the pandemic, with the artists, the musical artists. So the mm-hmm. NFL Network, LZ, has decided to do their own kind of verses, which was really smart, and I'm kind of jealous we didn't think of it first. And they are pairing um, people in the within the NFL, like players in the NFL. Like last night, they had Jalen Ramsey and DeAndre Hopkins, right? Because they go at each other a lot. Yeah. Um, Deshaun Watson is on tonight, not with somebody he goes up against, but with Michael Vick. So, do you think we get some insight from Deshaun Watson? Do you think Michael Vick pins him down, okay, right. and gets anything out
1: of it? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I, I think he'll ask the question, but, you know, it's, it's one of those scenarios where I kind of wish there was someone who's a little bit more media savvy. In that situation, wait, maybe a Dion Sanders... Oh, wait, wait, Sanders? wait, wait,
0: wait, wait. I'm seeing here, it's going to be on the NFL's Twitter page. Uh, it's starting up right now. And they're also going to have Dion Sanders and MJ Acosta, who is... There we go. She's the uh, host <laughs> of their nightly show on NFL Network.
1: There we go. See? Asking you shall receive. Now we may get something. Because Michael doesn't have the personality that it takes to get what we need out of Deshaun in this moment. But Dion he knows how to just push through some of the pleasantries and just be like, come on dog. Because you know, he's, he's bigger and he, he, he's more confident in that space. So now I'm interested because Dion might actually get something out of Deshaun that Michael may not have noticed or may have missed altogether. Now I'm interested.
0: Yeah. And MJ is a, a trained professional. You know what I'm saying? So I'm sure she'll ask. So it, it, It will be interesting. I think it's something we need to monitor today is the way I would describe it. It it is definitely
1: something we need to monitor. But here's the other thing, too. It only really takes one. Like, everyone's looking like going, oh, you don't have enough assets, you don't have this, you don't have that. All you need is to present something that one man thinks works. That's all you got to do. You don't have to please media personalities you don't have to please analysts. you don't have to please adam chef you don't have to please no one else mm-hmm. but this one dude who thinks he can do something with it so while it may look impossible on the outside looking in i always go back to this because it just taught me everything i needed to know about sports in general rashad lewis had a ridiculous contract and he got traded right and i was like damn who would do that Who would take that ridiculously large contract? I think at the time, it was the largest contract in the NBA, and he was unable to dribble. So it was like, who would do that? Only takes one.
0: That is fair, uh, but I think it is a more realistic situation for the Rams with Matthew Stafford. There is real interest there on Matthew Stafford's part. Uh, The general manager of the Detroit Lions is also someone who worked for Les Snead and the Rams, Mm -hmm. right? So yep. I, I think that, that helps the cause here a little bit, for sure. Uh, so, you know, when Brad Holmes and Lesney talk, they are infinite, uh, intimately familiar with each other, having worked together for so long. So Jeremy Fowler of ESPN reported that Matt Stafford considers the Rams a viable contender in, his, in the trade market with the Lions. Uh, he said it's unclear what the Rams can do with Goff's long-term deal on the books, but they're exploring the possibilities with Stafford. So in his actual story, uh, he talks about some of the cap ramifications, right? So if they cut golf, it's sixty-five million of dead money. You can't do that. Like there's no way. That is just not prudent business. Is that fair?
1: It's, it's not, especially in a pandemic.
0: Right, but if you trade him, it only costs you twenty-two million against the cap in dead money. So that is way more palatable. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. So if you can find a way to convince Brad Holmes, hey, you were here, maybe you guys can get the best out of Jared with the knee cap eater, right? (laughs) And whoever's going to – well, who's on his staff? Isn't there somebody – a good offensive coordinator on his staff? I thought I saw Uh, that. Anthony
1: Lynn has been hired as the offensive coordinator. Oh, there you go. So Coach
0: Lynn. Unfortunately, Coach
1: Coach Lynn was in L.A. and he saw the golf play, so I don't know if he's going to go for that
0: yeah there's that too uh but he, none the- he
1: just had justin herber you think he wants golf yeah
0: yeah
1: uh but now, it- was brad holmes on the staff when golf was traded
0: when he was drafted yes
1: when drafted i mean yeah. yes yes so and he, his previous role was to scout college players correct so theoretically he saw golf and liked what he saw
0: and took and helped take
1: them number one Exactly. So maybe, you know, like like I said, it only, you only need one. You only need one. And when Key was with us, he would tell us all the time, coaches like to try to be smart. They want to be cute and smart. They want to take a guy who the world's discarded right. and try and say, I can fix him. I'm, the guy. I'm the guy. All he needed was me.
0: Yeah, exactly. and, and look, we've all been there. You've dated that person where, it's, okay. where you said... They'll be that different
1: with me Some would say I am that person oh, um, Well there <laughs> Laura, I heard a grunt. What happened? Laura, what was that about? Well, you took her to church. You just yes. took her back home.
3: He did. I was like, that's why I have an ex. <laughs> you know?
1: <laughs> just saying. <laughs> uh, that sound you made,
0: did you make that on the air or was that just in our ear? No, it
3: just in your ear. I was like, just uh. in your
1: ear? Girl, that sound was a whole MJ, Mary J. Blige album all rolled up in one little what? sound bite. Album? Right that
0: was like an anthology. Good lord. <laughs> it was.
3: All right. Well, thanks for uh, letting everybody know. No. I mean, you kind of did. You, you know know I mean, like I Hey, you, I'm you. an open Dating book. It's all good. Short.
1: Yeah.
3: I um, got no So, problem. Matt Stafford. you staff to
1: exhale, girl?
0: Elsie what did you say, Elsie I'm sorry.
1: I asked her if she was waiting to exhale. Was she good?
3: <laughs> oh, I'm good. I am okay. 100% good. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah,
0: okay. I like, I like that she threw a thank you very much at the end right there, too, <laughs> as well. Uh, all right. All right. Matthew Stafford to the Rams. If you're a Rams fan, are you in? Do you believe it is a clear upgrade over Jared Goff? 877-710-ESPN. Clearly there is something brewing here. 877 710 If you are not even a fan of the Rams, do you think that this is a lateral move at best? 877-710-ESPN. 877 710 776 the former Rams DC by the way everybody's leaving the Rams like literally if you just stand next to Sean McVay you will get hired somewhere it feels like <laughs> because the entire staff is going somewhere else um so Brandon Staley the new Chargers coach he's gonna stop by at five thirty.